Welcome to Redacted and Expunged. I am Mike, and with me here is Tristan. Hello. Hey. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Good start. This show will just be about uh, just observing SCPs, maybe dissecting them a little bit, analyzing them, just giving our overview, our takes about them. Anything you want to add into Tristan? So for anybody who isn't familiar with it, the SCP Foundation is an organization with the goal to secure, contain, and protect entities, objects, and locations that don't follow our understanding of the laws of nature. These objects and entities are referred to as SCPs. The SCP site is a collaborative effort that documents all of these anomalous beings that the Foundation has either contained or has been made aware of. All right, we're going to start off the show. We're going to do an SCP reading, but it's not going to be like most SCP readings you hear on YouTube or other websites. We're going to be reading them, but while we're reading it, we're going to be doing commentary on whatever we talk right into it. It might be about the containment, might be about the description, just the addendums, whatever. I say let's uh, get into it, Tristan. All right, so our first episode, we are doing SCP-906, a scurrying hive, as they call it. Scouring. Scouring hive, thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need you to correct me on, like, all of the... Because <laughs> uh, Mike doesn't know how to read. <laughs> all right, object class Euclid. It's special containment procedures. Subjects would be contained in a 3 by 3 by 3 meters squared, fully airtight. Why you got to do, like, all the foreign-y, like, measurements? This is America. Because uh, metric is better? <laughs> it it kind of is, but... Anyway, 3 by 3 by 3 meters or whatever, Fully airtight, 12 centimeters thick titanium enclosure surrounded by an acid-resistant glass. Temperatures are kept under 5 degrees Celsius. What is that like? Is like uh, 30, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that's like fridge, refrigerator temperatures in, in America land temperatures. All right. Should temperature exceed the limit, all personnel will be evacuated to a distance at least 100 meters. So that's like a mile or something? I don't know. Anyway, no, a, a meter is like three feet, so that's like 300 feet? It's like 100 yards. A meter is pretty close to a yard. I think a meter. No, I, I think I was confusing that too. Oops. Uh, immediate area contained closure will be locked down until temperature has been lowered. Holding cells will be maintained on a biweekly basis and checked for sufficient corrosion or gaps. Any damage to holding cell is to be repaired immediately. On top of that, SCP-906 is to be monitored all times by four digital cameras mounted on each corner of the enclosure. I don't know. Do they really need cameras? Like for, I, I mean, just to for, keep track of it. I mean, you, you want to know what's going on. Like, I figure you usually have like one scientist or D-class kind of just like watching it. You know, if he's like, hey, the worms are acting up. I don't know. Poke it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's a little bit safer to have cameras than to have somebody like standing in the corner of the room yeah but we still gotta have someone watch the cameras i don't know there's probably one master camera guy that watches like multiple yeah i figure cameras. i figure it's like the the movie trope of like the security guard sitting in a room with like a monitor full of different cameras screens, yeah which sounds like an exhausting job see that's why you just get one guy to, to walk around a d-class you just can get rid of them anyway any abnormal behavior reported from these cameras will result immediately locked down in the area around containment cell. Access to SCP-906 is permitted only to supervised D-class personnel for feeding and or enclosure maintenance. 906 is to be fed 80 kilograms. So, okay, I actually kind of know that one. I think that's like 170 pounds or 176. Yeah, you got it like right on the dot. Boom. Okay. And I, I looked it up uh, for, what was it, five Celsius? That's that's 41 degrees Fahrenheit, which is your, your standard refrigeration. Okay, so we got to feed this thing 170 pounds of raw meat every 42 hours. That's a lot of meat. Like, even though it's like almost every two days, that's still like a ton of meat. I mean, if it's like based off the mass amount that's on the picture, like we're just walking around as like a person. I mean, that's, yeah, it's, like, it's like eating its own body weight or at least like almost body mass or something, I guess you would say. I, I guess we're never really given like a specific like amount, like how big this thing is. Like it just calls it a mass. Like it doesn't 
doesn't say. I just assume it's like the mass, the size of the picture. I'm just basing off that for the sake of the article. Yeah. I know it's like when they said when they found it or something. I don't know. I assume like if it, if it wants to, that's the size it wants to walk around at, or at least the minimum size it walks around. Yeah, at that makes sense. There's more, there's more about its size later in the article. So yeah, this thing's, uh, I mean, it seems pretty easy to contain. I mean, just if you keep it cold, it seems like it just stays there. I mean, it doesn't really say what happens when you, in the same teaser, when you actually keep it cold, but I'm assuming it just keeps it dormant or whatever. Just put it in like a, a walk-in refrigerator pretty much. <laughs> and then, yeah, it has like the acid-resistant glass. And now it's, Okay, I don't I don't know much about like science. Is that like an actual thing? Like, does that exist? Acid-resistant glass? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of chemical thing you can mix with glass. I mean, it could just be a general thing. I mean, I don't know. But I see it's acid-resistant, so so it's still corrode over time, you know? Yeah, just very, very slowly. But because uh, they said you have to, you know, they have to check for gaps on a bi-weekly basis. So, I mean, I don't think an article says how fast it, uh, it does kind of say like what its content is like the acid, but we'll get to that later. But yeah, I mean, if you seem like a pretty easy contain because you just keep it cold. Let's say you even have to switch like containment chains. You probably just slop out all the worms into another bucket. and then, you know, <laughs> Maybe a couple buckets. Yeah, that seems too big of a threat to keep contained. And also, if it warms up, you got some time maybe to run away and lock the door. I mean, granted, it can kind of negate doors a little bit, but you can always put, just put some acid resistant yeah. glass or titanium doors or whatever on there. All right, so let's get into the description. SCP-906 is a withering mass of dark brown worm-like invertebrates. That's what did I say? Writing? writing? Yes. Withering? Oh, okay. You said uh, withering. Uh, these organ- organisms seem to interact in a uniform fashion, forming a colonial superorganism in a similar manner to army ants. Okay, so I guess that means they kind of just walk. They're kind of like hive-minded slightly in a way. It's kind of like yeah, how, it's uh, just a hive mind. And kind of like fish, you know, kind of all seem like they can. Like, not really, but like, you know, fish kind of all seem to like move in the same direction kind of thing. You know, like schools of fish. I mean, it doesn't. they're not hive-minded, but, you know, it's kind of synchronicity, I guess. <laughs> I did a Google search for superorganism. Uh, there's a an English indie pop band <laughs> called Super Organism that that came up. So maybe maybe it's talking about a British pop band when it, when it says that. <laughs> Back to the article. For re- uh, reasons currently unknown, 906 uh, will usually form its body into a very rough humanoid figure, as seen in the picture above. 906 is shown to be capable of crude bipedal movement when in the state. However, when traveling longer distances, it will deviate into a flattened mass for greater efficiency of movement. Okay, so here's my thing. It says it will usually form its body into a very rough humanoid shape, but then it says it's, it moves more efficiently while it's like in you know worm form i can understand like when it's like in humanoid form when it's like trying to trick you or something like it's in the shadows like you know oh it's a person you know you come over to it and then it's too late but like other than that i figure if, if i was that thing i'd just stay in like a, a blob you know it's just, i could at least hide under tables or whatever but yeah i feel like it's it's kind of telling about it's like intelligence that it like turns and turns yeah, itself into like can, a humanoid figure can like, trick us. That's, I, I don't even know how to put that into words i just feel like it says a lot about the the organism yeah, a degree of intelligence you know a hunting tactic you know because I, I don't imagine you know trying to just normally talk to you in that form you know yeah because you, you don't normally think of a predator like like pretending yeah. to be the thing it's hunting you know you don't see like a like a lion pretending to be an antelope 906 is capable of secreting a, a vicious or viscous 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 highly corrosive semi-translucent fluid similar in color to its skin this substance is known to have an acidic strength comparable to hydrofluoric acid okay so at least we have like a strength of acid we can base this off of so hydrofluoric acid but it has less pronounced effect on titanium so i don't know if uh, actual hydrochloric acid has less effect on titanium or is it just like scp 906 thing so it has no effect on acid resistant glass and da- oh we got our first data expunged here all right so before we even get to day expunge i gotta pretty much just negate something we were talking about earlier it says it has no effect on acid resistant glass so i guess so I guess maybe acid resistant can be towards other acids or just this acid isn't that strong. Yeah, because this says it's comparable to hydrofluoric acid. It yeah. doesn't say it is hydrofluoric acid. And you know, hydrofluoric acid, acid, I guess, can eat through metal and all that stuff. But I don't know if hydrofluoric acid, you know, is a special glass that can... I guess there is. There's a container. I guess they have to keep them in a beaker at some point. 
they, they got to start somehow. I, I just want to say that I l- know literally yeah, nothing we should, about we should any sort that. of science. We're not scientists. We know nothing about math, science, you know, physics, geology. We're just, yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty sure I failed out of like every we're science class. We're just two class dumb I've guys reading an SCP article. <laughs> also, I, I feel like we need to get like an alarm for when the word data expunged comes up. Like, like make it make it like a like a kind of like a Pee Wee's Playhouse magic word kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to get a soundboard. I'll, I'll need to edit that in. So like we we gotta like scream and like oh, throw our hands expunged. in the air. Hear like someone yelling containment breach. That's a good idea. Like that. Uh, okay, so it says no effect on acid resistant glass and data expunge. Granted, data expunge doesn't really give us a lot to work off of. It could be anything, but what would you think it is? Just really quick. You don't have to like think too much. I'm kind of sprung this. I, I guess so. some type of metal. I don't know. I think like maybe like they did try it on some other SCP metal based SCP or something, and it had a weird react course dangerous reaction or something. So we're like, oh, let's not let's not talk oh, about yeah. this one. Or, you know, or maybe they thought it didn't have any effects, and then after a while it turned out that it did have an effect so they they just wiped that That's out true. of there yeah. just because like okay well this no longer works so we we gotta we gotta take it I off imagine something it was working for like two months and all of a sudden just vaporized immediately yeah <laughs> that's that's the only reason i can think of to expunge that sort of information that or just, it's yeah key to some other sensitive information about another scp i mean it could be anything this is just the thing we're speculating yeah. on. So, all right so we'll, we'll move on i think that's there might be one other one later on but anyway this substance displayed the ability to destroy teeth bones hair nails clothing jewelry and some kinds of equipment in under an hour Okay, the, the some kinds of equipment thing, I'm a little bit picky. I'll be a little bit nitpicky about that. I, I hate how vague that is. Surveillance equipment or, I don't know, maybe even military-grade equipment or something. something For some you know, reason, like, I think of, like, of a, like, a forklift. Like, I don't know why that's the first image in my head. Because all the previous stuff is mentioning, like, your body, your stuff attached to your body. I just figure, like, I think equipment, I think of, like, Kevlar vests, guns, you know, stuff you'd strap like, onto um, an agent. data-gathering like equipment that a scientist would have or something. Yeah. I guess cameras. Okay, and, that that makes more sense than than like a like a pallet jack or something. Some kinds of equipment in under an hour. I mean, it at least tells you that kind of give you a little bit more of acid strength than in under an hour. Can yeah, depending on what the equipment is. I mean, if it's like a walkie-talkie, you know, that's not really that impressive. But if it's like a, uh, I don't know, if it's like a crane, then yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's a pretty big deal. So yeah, some kinds of equipment. All right, so we'll go next paragraph. Nine hundred six is a predatory and highly aggressive when hungry. It will swarm over any living creature within its path, coat them with an acidic, acidic secretion. They're probably breaking down. Down its matter into a liquid slurry, which it then consumes. So it eats a lot like a fly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Slurry. Yeah, I just, I just love the choice of words. Like, <laughs> so actually, like slurry. It's like it's like the only time you usually hear the word slurry is just it's never good. You know, it's yeah, I can't like, remember the last time I've heard the word slurry just used casually in like, like a sentence. Oh man, I made a delicious slurry of soup yesterday. You know, <laughs> it's like it's like we always mention the word manifesto. That's never. It's like manifesto is never connected. It's like never used. Like it's just a neutral word, but it's never connected it, it, to it. It's a, a neutral word, but it's it's definitely like a negative connotation. Yeah, just like when you hear manifest, like oh man, who shot? Yeah, me? yeah. <laughs> there's there's like, no good way to use that word. Uh, all right, and I'm getting getting lick, uh, kind of hungry for uh, some slurry called a slushy, <laughs> slushy. Yeah, give me some of that ice. Go, slurry. go to Circle K and get their their iced slurry. Slurry. <laughs> this sounds like something I'd be in the Simpsons or whatever. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that a, the drink in a Futurama? No, that was a slurm. Slurm, oh, okay. Which, which might be, like, taken from the word slurry. Slurry, yeah. Oh, that's so many words. Yeah, you probably just mashed up there. Sounds gross. Yeah. Okay, back back to SCP. Attempts to remove or disturb Dino-6 while in its feeding has proved fruitless. What happens if you, like, shoot with a rocket launcher while it's eating or something? I can't. I know what they mean. It just, it just yeah. it'll stop, it won't stop eating for any reason, I guess. Yeah. When a designated prey is nearby, 906 will alter its form of that into a flowing carpet and move across any surface in order to pursue its target until the prey is captured. Due to the small width of 906, component organisms of 2 centimeters wide, barriers will only slow its advance. Obstacles that uh, cannot simply be passed will be destroyed by the acidic substance 
distance 906 secretes. 906 has also displayed the ability to take alternate routes to reach prey such as drainage pipe and ventilation shafts. So that's another thing that shows it has some pretty good intelligence where it can like take alternate uh, routes or... Yeah, yeah, this is definitely an intelligent creature. It can it can plan ahead and, and think about like where it can go to get to you. It's not just going to like follow straight through. I wonder if it's smart enough to like trap you off, you know, like, because you know, like, I guess from the article I read in feature, can split off. I wonder if like it will- willingly like splits off and uh you know tries to go make you go one way then it, it kind of makes you think of like a like a horror movie slasher like you know sometimes the, the slasher will just like follow straight behind the victim but then other times like it'll you know pop up in front of the victim you know it'll go around a different route to to catch him off yeah kind of thing so it's it's like a like almost like a slasher villain which is kind of like why i wanted to do this one because it, it reminded me of like a, a horror movie villain yeah this one gave me a lot of like reminds me of like alien one i don't know why just because the acidic alienness you know it's not really yeah i mean it could be an alien it doesn't really tell its origins but anyway okay we'll go to the next paragraph through methods currently unknown, 906 appears capable of mimicking animal-like sounds and parroting human speech in what it describes as a raspy, hoarse voice when it's in its humanoid form. Okay, that's kind of weird. So that's being its humanoid form to like copy a, a human. So it can't can't do that when it's in its like carpet form. That's kind of I guess it's kind of weird. I, I wonder if it has to be like shaped like a you know a dog do a dog no- noise or you know. That uh, seems kind of like what it's implying. Hmm, that's that's kind of that's actually kind of cool and weird. But uh, so it's got like a raspy, hoarse voice. So it's just like 60 year old that's been smoking since they're like 12. Like, hey there, sweetheart. <laughs> I make wonder like how can it do that because it doesn't have like a voice box you know all all it is is worms like worms don't have that kind of function and even if they all like talk at the same time or something I don't know it'd sound or maybe I don't know maybe if they all talk at the same time it's loud enough or maybe I mean the only thing I can think of is like they rub together to try and make it make some sort of noise I I don't know how that works very interesting all right 906 appears use the ability to lure prey to areas uh, that are difficult to escape okay so it it does use it for like luring techniques and and actually with the intent of like trapping its prey yeah such as deep pits or maze-like corridor networks. Perfect. Eyewitness reports uh, from containment breaches 906-2-10-01A. Oh, I told, I'll never forget that containment breach. Yeah, no. Uh, detail 906 taunting prospective victims and even emitting sounds like something like laughter before attacking its prey. This behavior suggests a kind of rudimentary sentience, but it is unknown how a creature comprising several thousand individual organisms is able to achieve this. Haha, we're ahead of the article. Um <laughs> So it, so it can taunt you and like laughs at you. So it, it kind of implies it has some like malicious. Yeah, it's like a sadistic like jerk. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not just trying to eat you. It's like it's going to like talk crap to you and then devour you before it eats you. I wonder so, if it's like one of those things like the, the fear makes the slurry taste better. I'm, I mean, I think that's just a general rule of thumb. <laughs> when, when I eat my slurry, I prefer it to be to be afraid. It just, it just tastes <laughs> so much better that way. Yeah, I mean, also, I just I just imagine it like getting a D, I imagine a D class guy just like bopping the floor and this thing just talking mad trash to him. Yeah, like how freaky would that be? I don't I don't know, but I just imagine a D class guy, like, you know, screw this, goes in the cell, gets eaten. <laughs> it's just, I, it's like, how, how freaky could that be? Like, you're just kind of doing your job and, you know, suddenly you hear this voice beckoning you. I feel like that would really creep me out if I was just at work and like suddenly this voice came out of nowhere. I don't know, I'd probably just try to have conversations with it. It's like, you see the ball game? <laughs> and probably like, you'll die. Like, All right, same old thing. All right, we'll go to the next paragraph. 906 specimens when removed from the larger body will attempt to move back towards a central mass and have been known to dissolve through any obstacles in their way. It should be noted that individual specimens do not show the same level of navigation skills as the full superorganism. Uh, Specimens of 906 have the ability to reconstruct multiple versions when damaged and in a similar manner to common earthworms, i.e. splitting into one SC-906 specimen resulted in each half growing into a separate organism. 
So I guess when you knock them away, they immediately try to go back to the main body. It sounds like they just try to flee. They don't try to like eat or anything. They just yeah. kind of will do what it can to get back to its home. I, I guess its home is all its other homies or wherever the biggest mass of homies is. Home is where the homies are. <laughs> <laughs> this one's now SCP homie. All right. So nothing really too. So they, so they kind of like self reproduce if you split them in half. So yeah. That's a, so if you just shoot one a bunch of times, you're just going to make more, I guess. Or I find it interesting that the, the like the individual worms aren't as intelligent as like this, the full mass. Yeah. So I always wonder, like, if you made, you know, the mass bigger, would it be smarter? I mean, it kind of seems that way, you know, like a single worm isn't as smart. So let's say like, you know, it's current form, you know, like say on the picture, right? Like it can't figure out how to like manipulate doors or, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, maybe certain things. But like when it's bigger, it can like open doors, maybe work a control panel or, you know, or just pick up more quicker on people's routines or hunting, you know, things that can help them hunt or whatever. That'd be that'd be kind of cool. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about that more later, later on. One, one thing that makes me wonder is, so it's if you damage the individual worm, it'll like regrow itself like i wonder how small it can regrow from oh that's good that's a good question but when they grow would they like be full worms or they just be like little stumpy worms or something i don't know really really specify that i imagine they'd go back to like the full worm size i guess if they're going by the similar manner of the common earthworm but I, oh same thing with earthworms is there a limit of like how much you know i can't imagine i can like dice one up to a thousand pieces and then a thousand more worms will eventually grow off yeah i don't know but i mean there, there has to be a point where it's like too much traumatic or traumatic damage where it just kills it instead of well i mean with this like it it, it might be able to because it, it shows characteristics that like like other creatures in our world don't show so i mean i don't feel like it has to follow the rules of earthworms i sure i mean yeah this is scp land so all right we'll go to the final paragraph before the addendums here and then uh go start there uh, despite this, uh, 906 specimens have been destroyed via means of incineration, freezing, and full body disintegration. So I'm assuming full body disintegration is like dunking an acid or something. Yeah. Should the need to destroy SCP ever arise, the use of flamethrowers or liquid nitrogen is permitted. Good idea. However, 906 specimens will split themselves and multiply over the course of several hours should a large mass be severely reduced. Okay, so they kind of like a emergency thing. Like they don't want to be a certain size. They, they want to bring themselves back up to a larger mass. It sounds like there's like, like a specific amount that it prefers to be. That's interesting. If 906 is ever required to be terminated, all specimens must be eliminated to prevent 906 reforming. In order to keep 906 in a more controllable state, the enclosure it is housed to be kept at a temperature below 5 degrees Celsius, so 41 degrees Fahrenheit. So refrigerated. Yeah. At all times, this shown to reduce the movement, reaction time, reproduction abilities, and metabolism of 906. So yeah, it's just like uh, when you buy worms from a, like a fisherman's store. He has them all in the, the fridge, and they just, you look at them in the dirt, they just, they're sitting around doing nothing. It's, it's kind of like a bug. You know, you get a bug cold, and it, it doesn't want to move. It just sits there like it's dead. yeah i mean that makes it a lot easier to contain and all that oh, stuff yeah. all right so next we got uh we got two addendums here both of them pretty short addendum 906-5-1 testing of 906 resulted in a d-class being targeted before a cow a second test was conducted in a manner wherein a pig a sheep a dog and a horse were all placed alongside a class d 906 once again targeted the class d first second targeted the animal was a pig followed by a sheep the horse and then finally the dog okay i was thinking about this one i was thinking about what why did it attack those things in that order first I was thinking intelligence, but then you go like, okay, yeah, sheep's sheep's are definitely not smarter than horses. Exactly, and dog is last. Dog should be like you know second or third. Pig and dog are you know pretty equal, I think. And horses, I hear, are like almost as smart as dogs. So like putting a sheep third is kind of strange to me. I, it's such an evil creature; it just makes sense. It target a person first, yeah. <laughs> or it, it, it like people is the preferred food. I'm just trying to think. Like I was just trying, in my head, I was because I was thinking first thing like maybe mass horse would have been first. 
uh, intelligence wouldn't work. And I was just trying to think like evolutionary stages, but that doesn't work. I don't know because it seems like this this experiment was only done once. So I don't think this is like empirical evidence. You know, like like yeah. I feel like a, 10 times out of 10, it's going to go for the human, right? Yeah. But after that, I feel like it's kind of just random. Like there, there'd be need to be more experimentation done on this to find out, okay, why he's going for the pig first. I don't know because I mean, pigs are supposed to be pretty similar to humans. Like <laughs> I know this sounds awful, but flavor wise, like like I've, I've always heard that humans <laughs> taste like, heard like, like pigs. I, I'm not a cannibal. <laughs> sure hey, we done we done some shady stuff in the past in the meat department dude. yeah I, I feel like it just it's kind of randomized like just whatever happens to be closest this is actually one of the instances where like if we had the the maker of the scp on it'd be kind of cool it's like hey did you have any reason behind this if you just said no reason it's like oh, okay it'd be cool to pick their brain on that part because their chromosomes are most similar or something i, I don't know but there, there might be like a reason for it like i'm sure the author had some idea but i feel like it, it might be just be random after the humans there's one thing we're kind of forgetting but I just, just popped in my head when we were reading it earlier. Forgetting the slurry factor, man. Once something becomes slurry, it's a whole different ball game. Maybe dogs don't make good slurry. I mean, honestly, I would, as a human, I would eat these animals probably in the order of like how they show up. You know, I eat a pig first and a sheep, then a horse, and then finally the dog. And obviously humans first. So, I mean, like, okay, say you're on a deserted island and you have all these animals. You, yeah, you're going to eat the pig first, then the sheep. I don't know. I feel like the horse and the dog are kind of a toss-up because, like, the dog is, like, your best friend, yeah. but the horse is, is, like, a good utilitarian animal. A sheep's definitely going first. Like, because the pig is, I could get attached to the pig also. That's the problem. Sheeps are stupid. <laughs> maybe maybe the pig is an asshole, though. I don't know. That's true. Maybe it was, like, uh, talk, maybe it was taunting 906 before the, <laughs> the thing. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it just, like, it looks, it looks pork and then the other pork and then... The other mutton. pork? Is that... Is that what sheep are other pork no 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 i was referring as uh people as pork oh okay the other pork and then yeah. mutton and then i don't know what french call the horse because i know they eat it and then uh doggo doggo meat we, we spent a long time on that addendum. that's a very short addendum for how much time we spent on that this is what, this is what i like i i like the fact that we spent 20 minutes talking about <laughs> dog flurry you know like what, what animal we would eat first all right, move on to addendum 906-05-02. During routine enclosure maintenance, 906 reportedly spoke to a supervising staff member by saying his name several times. The reason it did this is unknown, and the staff member, one Dr. Anthony Richards, reports being very disturbed by the proceedings and has expressed a desire to be kept away from 906 in the future. Okay, this shows some actually pretty interesting things about 906. Yeah. Because it shows like it could maybe recognize certain people. Yeah, that definitely shows intelligence. Like this is the most like damning evidence of intelligence. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's, taunting him by saying his name i mean the reason is i mean it seems like a malicious creature so it sounds like yeah he's just messing with them yeah know, just by saying his name i'm pretty sure you couldn't have an actual conversation with this thing no probably not i, I doubt you could like talk to it but uh, it probably understands that it's scaring you or something or yeah whatever. and it listens i mean you gotta at some point it heard somebody talking to dr anthony richards and somebody you know calling him anthony and then like it, it listened to that which is a little bit freaky like that's that's pretty scary that is kind of creepy it's be creepier work in there and it's just it keeps saying your name you know over and over yeah and, over and i mean okay you work at the the scp foundation you know you're at site whatever this site this scp's put in you're gonna be on edge kind of all day because a lot of this stuff is really terrifying oh, and yeah. then you start hearing your name like that's that's like nightmare right there that's like that's like the worst thing that you could think of you know i would just keep my eyes glued at the door and every little opening in the room <laughs> make sure nothing's crawling through like I, I definitely don't blame dr richards for being like yeah this is this is disturbing i don't want to be here anymore like I, I don't think I'd want to be turned into a slurry. Yeah, I don't get slurryfied. I want to be Mike flavored slurry coming this summer to your. That's that's the, the most popular flavor at Circle K is the Mike flavored slurry. So that's it for the article. 
that's all of it. It doesn't, there's no interviews or near things. Um, next thing on the show is uh, fill the gaps. So if any article doesn't have like, uh, it's the SCP's origin, how it's created, how it's found, how it's brought into containment, just other things maybe like maybe want to discuss about a little bit. And just anything that's vague. Yeah. So I did I did read in the comments, the creator did mention about the what kind of how he envisioned the origin of the 906. And, and I didn't read the whole thing, so I kind of want to kept it fresh. So all I read was like a evil druid summoning ritual, which I thought was kind of a cool idea. Because like, because like, how would you classify 906? Like, obviously, it's some kind of animal, you know, you can kill it. Yeah, it's an organism. But like, is it demonic? You know, is it an alien? Is it? Yeah, my, my first thought was aliens. Like, that's that's the first thing that came to mind. But now I'm thinking like, this could just be a product of evolution. Like, this, is, this could just be like a call of of earthworms that just evolved to this point you know this could be like totally like mundane and earthly that just popped up on our world that's true i was i'm going more for it's demonic because of its sadistic nature with the taunting and yeah, i could see that i mean yeah we don't know it could be it could be easily be any of any of those things it could just be you know it could be a land on a meteorite from another planet yeah I, I don't know if i want to go down the alien route because then that opens like a the pretty big thing for for scps like i feel like if we're going to call this an alien then pretty much any scp we find we're, we're going to be calling aliens by alien, I mean, like, from outer space, you know, like, it came from another planet, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I understand that. I'm just saying, like, that's a very slippery slope, and then suddenly we're on the History Channel. <laughs> I need to grow my hair out to three times the size. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining, like, I was like, how SCP would get alerted to this thing? Because in the picture, it says, I think that's its initial contact, site of discovery. So that's, like, where I, was, I guess I was hanging out at when uh, it was found. It looks like a kitchen, or... Yeah, it, it definitely looks like like industrial or like a restaurant or I'm I'm not sure. It's everything's so corroded. Plus these pictures are intentionally kept to look poor qualities. Yeah, but that, that definitely looks like a like a like a restaurant kitchen though. But so I just imagine like, you know, someone bought the deed to some abandoned uh you know diner, like, hey, I wanna fix up the place. You know, the guy's by himself working on the, the busted grill, you know, and then he hears something, you know, move. And then he's like, Oh, who's there? And then he hears like a <laughs> he gets out his wrench and flashlight, you know, he's like, you know, who's there? Come out, you know. Yeah. I'm supposed to be here and then yeah he just gets you know slurry and it, it makes sense if it's like an abandoned restaurant and like let's let's go with the the druid summoning thing they would obviously want to be someplace where like there's not a lot of people and i feel like an abandoned building is, is a pretty good spot for that you know it's pretty good so let's say it's it's an old applebee's that millennials have killed <laughs> and they're just like okay well this is an abandoned building let's you know break in here and do our, our evil satanic rituals here okay okay so you try to say applebee's is a perfect conduit for any kind of evil satanic ritual have you ever been to an applebee's I stay away from Applebee's because I hear rumors about them being conduits for Satanic. I, I, just, I just go TGIFs, you know. It's the yeah, same, no, same Apple, Applebee's is like a portal to hell. They're the worst. Okay, something I, I just noticed on this picture is there's like the little camera dates on there, but they're they're blanked out. So that, that makes me wonder, like, you know, when was this discovered? That's a good question. Also, I'm trying to pretend it's as early as possible. So I, it's, this could be like a, even just a 40s picture, you know, just bad quality well, they didn't have the dates on there in, in 40s pictures. I feel like that's something that came along with, like, digital cameras. Am I wrong in that? Well, actually, this, this could be the SCP containment footage or something, you know, like a squad coming yeah. in and that they first see it. And Well, it's the initial initial discovery. Oh, okay. Oh, video camera. Okay. So I, was, I was thinking it was like, a, I don't know, in my head, I just, from the angle and all that stuff, I just imagine it's like a body cam on someone. Oh, yeah. It's not like up high in a corner of like a... You know, room well, that, or that could be true too, because I feel like, like with police cameras, like it does have like the dates and stuff. So I imagine the SCP crew that goes and like wrangles up SCPs, like they probably have body cams like that. So yeah, it's probably a body cam. So the question is, uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to guess when it was. I mean, I imagine it could be like as early as the '90s, probably. I mean, who knows? SCP might have been rocking around with a full-on, you know, like news crew camera just to document everything. Hey, I'm actually kind of 
kind of a cool like SCP video, kind of off topic here, but like, you know, an SCP based like containing something, but like in the 40s, you know. Okay, so we'll, we'll get back on. We'll get back on topic. Well, back back off topic. I really want to see like an SCP cops type show. That that actually be pretty cool. That would be pretty rad, I think. Like found footage, like capturing monsters and stuff. All right, so back on topic. After uh, Joe Bob, you know, bought the diner, gets eaten. I imagine uh, maybe his family shows up looking for him. Monster attacks him again. Gets mom. Kid runs off. You know, starts ranting about worm monster, worm monster. Cops come back and they find you know slurified you know uh, mom or something. And then that's when you know report comes in. SCP gets report, and that's when they swoop in and you know say, oh hey, uh, something going on here. And something just clicked in my head. It makes a lot of sense that this would be in like an old restaurant because. Because like I was trying to figure out like how would they realize that that refrigeration would slow this thing down? Yeah. If it's in a restaurant, there's a walk-in cooler right there. That's true. So like it, it makes sense like they could be like luring it into the, lo- the walk-in cooler or something, just trying to catch it, and then they realize like oh well it's cold, so it, it slows it down, and that that could have been like how they figured out how to keep it cold. I can see them. I see they're fighting with it, and then yeah, they force it to go into. Yeah, the so that that absolutely has to be a restaurant that they're in now. Like in my head, that's that's the only explanation for that picture. But I was wondering like how would they wrangle it in though with all the acid and stuff? I probably first initially they probably just get something's like just give me something that's really thick and metal i don't know because i mean i feel like like i imagine like it'd be like the equivalent of like a swat team you know like yeah it'd be kind of guys like they aren't like super scientifically minded because i'm trying to think like first scp squad that comes in they don't know what they're dealing with so i imagine it's like an investigation team you know it pops up you know they might be in a little bit over their head because they don't know what they're dealing with and if they try shooting it or something of course it does nothing and you know maybe gets this team you know maybe some guys escape and then maybe they're thinking oh we're dealing with like a thing of many forms you know so we can't you know just shoot with a bullet you know it's like shooting yeah. a swarm of bees so they, that's when they figure out like the flamethrower thing and then uh but they still need to contain it so they can't kill all of them yeah of course they probably just flamethrow them down there was like a couple of them they realize they're kind of just you know wandering around circles because they're like the biggest mass so they probably just kind of scooped them up in like a i don't know mason jar like a like an igloo cooler those those are acid resistant right <laughs> i think so acid resistant plastic i think that's what the top selling feature of an igloo cooler is for when you have to transport around your hydrofluoric acid and then and if you said like if they figure it out you know if they got in refrigeration it slowed it down big time upon containment procedures i'm sure they took the container through it in the break room refrigerator built a containment cell and then moved it into the you can get the one guy that always steals people's lunches sticks his hand in. <laughs> revenge for stealing my sandwich <laughs> <laughs> i think that's pretty much the whole kind of fill in the gaps thing kind of we did all yeah. the steps uh creation to containment actually that's kind of a cool way to name the segments that fill the gaps creation yeah. to containment fill in the gaps sounds kind of gross also <laughs> i mean if if you think about it the wrong way that says more about you than it does about the if, words. You just, if you just type that into a search engine i'm pretty sure our show isn't gonna be the first thing that pops up you know? <laughs> All right, so so next we're gonna have uh, interactions with uh, the other SCPs out there. Right now we're supposed to mainly be targeting uh, famous ones because it's been a long time since I read a bunch of SCPs and stuff. So I'm kind of admit I'm kind of guilty for not doing my research for that. Part. Yeah, same here. I meant to just read like 30 random ones just for the hell of it and just for research to see what to do in the future. So even with the popular ones, I don't really remember all their numbers too well, Tristan. So you might need to help me a little bit. Uh, the main two I remember are 173, which is the moving statue thing. I don't remember what the name is. Uh, let's start with 173. That'd be an interesting one because it attacks if you don't look at it, right? Yeah. The thing is, worms have no eyes. The thing is, it also doesn't have a neck to break because that's how that's how 173 kills people is that it breaks your neck, right? So uh, there's, there's, there's no neck to break there. So 173 never showed any other means of uh, murdering someone not that i've seen i mean i'm not too i'm not too versed in 173 but that, from what i understand that's how it kills people is by snapping their neck okay i'll say with yeah if 173 want to all you do is just have like steamroller on the ground just roll over all the worms <laughs> but the thing is i i feel like the acid that 906 makes would eat through the concrete of 173 that's true and you, you never know like 
because the thing is, yeah, you got this weird conundrum because he's not, not looking at it, so it would attack, but it doesn't have a neck to break. So I guess it might be active, but not in murder mode or something. But also, does it have self-preservation? So if the worms start melting, it would it start like trying to wipe the worms off of itself, or you know, that's when it start go stop, drop, and roll mode and just squish all the worms. And since since one seven three is not organic, I feel like it nine oh six doesn't really have any reason to go after it. Like like why would they fight when it's like okay, well you're not organic, I have no reason to eat you. But would nine oh six still do it in self-defense though? At least like hey, let me melt you down, so at least you're you know not a threat anymore. Yeah, in self-defense it might. It depends on how how aggressive one seven three got towards it. See, this, this is fun. Okay, this is this is a lot of fun. Like actually now we're actually doing it. This is like pretty cool, especially right now. Yeah, no, this is this is the part I was excited for because actually kind of got a cool conundrum with the the no eyes, you know, no neck kind of thing. But uh, or maybe what it could do, it'll pick up each worm separately and snap their, their tiny little worm necks. Yeah, like sta- just twist them a little bit, you know, just snap the little. I guess they're invertebrates, but you know, just I don't know, get enough to kill it. I guess maybe you know, just give enough trauma. Well, the thing is, is like doing that doesn't kill it though. Like I feel like if anything, it's just gonna make Dino Six bigger. Oh yeah, it's true. They said you have to like roast it. Yeah, that's. I feel like it's kind of like like a tie there. I don't think there'd be any really clear winner. I know you maybe just be cellmates if SCP needs to start cutting, you know, budget costs. They just turn up to AC and one seven three cell and just chuck nine oh six in there and say well, that could potentially be bad. Like if nine oh six breaks through the cell, like that gives a, a doorway for one seven three. You know, like that's because I imagine its cell like it just has no reason to move, so just sit there in a corner and just until you know someone screws up in the you know cleaning its cell or whatever. But I mean, they they have cameras in the cell to like monitor it to make sure it's not moving around. That's, isn't 173 like poop and all that stuff also? Not the weird thing. What? No, I could swore that's like one thing. They have to clean the cell. That was the one thing I made me weird about 173. Is like they have to clean the cell for like blood, feces, and all this weird stuff. So that's what I'm trying to get to is like, could 173 also be somewhat biological or just be some weird thing that it does? <laughs> some. Oh, yeah, you're right. The, the reddish brown substance on the floor is a combination of feces and blood. Origins of these material is unknown. Okay. That's the, that's the one thing I remember <laughs> from 173. But... That's weird because I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I just I just found it weird because I was like, it's coming out of a statue. That's, that's, I just remember like, huh. Okay. So, um, so what's the next one? So you said I want to do 68. 682, the, the hard to kill reptile. Of course, 682 is going to win yeah. every single time. It's just wondering how it's going to win. You know? Yeah, because I mean, it, it adapts to the whatever damage it's given. So like, I feel like 906 would kind of be given the, the edge for, at first, just because like that's what eat through its skin or whatever, but then it would adapt to it. And then like 906 would have nothing against it. I think two can just breathe fire on uh, 906. Can it breathe fire? Is that a thing it does? I feel like I feel like 682 is is like the Superman of the SCP universe, or it's like, uh, what, what are what are its powers? I don't know. Whatever you want it to do, I guess. His powers is all the powers. <laughs> yeah, like the powers change depending on what you need it to do. At first, I was like, oh, maybe 906 will have a chance. But no, there's there's no way that 906 nah. could be. I mean, let's say like even if like he burrowed in him or something. If I was 682, I'd just be a jerk and just like reheal over 906 and then become resistant. So 906 is just trapped. I, I feel like if 906 or if fuck, these numbers are getting me all screwed up. If if the lizard ate 906, I feel like the, the stomach acid would probably like disintegrate the worms. Also, I think 682 would have fun with the worms. Also, he'd probably like stepping on them and playing with them and stuff at first. And eventually get bored and just, you know, breathe fire on him. Or, you know, he might get creative and do like a cold acid attack on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how, how would you make this like a movie? Like, what, what would you do to make this a movie? I think in the beginning, I said it kind of reminds you of Aliens because the whole acidic thing, you know, like Aliens yeah. have this thing. I kind of saw it as a movie, like, just pretty much like take Alien, but replace the Alien with Dino 6. It's just like a small, like, ship with like eight people on it. You know, they're coming back from a job or whatever, exploring or just whatever. You know, maybe just coming yeah. home. You know, they land on a planet, alien life form sneaks in or maybe. Maybe they have something from another planet that their 906 was inside and came out and then slowly starts, you know, picking them off one by one. And then the people have to try to figure out 
how to deal with this thing. You know, they try to do some some things with it, of course, try to shoot it and all that stuff. Or, you know, there's one scene where they, they think they got it, but really there's like the other half of the mass is really out sneaking out behind them or something. And of course, the movie can end with them, you know, shooting it out the airlock or, you know, like we said, the SCP, like you said, the SCP thing. Literally, my idea also is like maybe they get it into like a freezer or a refrigerator. Or of course, or the people have to like leave out of the escape pod and just let 906 have the ship or whatever. Or like a plot twist would have been like it, they somehow use the 906 acid against them where like he ends up busting the hole so he gets sucked out, you know, by, you know, oh, there by you go. Yeah, that's smart. Instead of just airlocking it like usual, but like, you know, like the people be like, okay, we have these areas purposely, you know, hold out. So if this thing just makes a hole in this one part of the ship, this entire ship will be sucked out, you know, with him along with it. Because obviously they can't fight against them because they have no means. They don't have any flamethrowers or anything. Okay, yeah. Maybe they get like, they realize the fire extinguisher can slow them down a little bit or something, you know. But I just figured air, like out, out in the space would be the, you know, way it'd end. But also a twist would be, let's say like if the humans say, oh, we got abandoned ship, you know, we can't defeat 906. They leave, you know, 906 eats, eats his delicious slurry of the other crew, gets bigger, becomes smart enough to learn how to pilot the ship. And then, uh, it's kind of corny, but it's, yeah. and then yeah, like, you know, last scene you have it sitting in there, like slowly working the ship, like slowly getting it together and it's turning its course towards, you know, the nearest planet with people on it or something. It, it, it's kind of corny. But I feel like if I made this movie, I would make it more like a, t- a terrestrial thing. You know, I wouldn't put it in space. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it would work better just like on Earth, like stalking regular people. See, for for what I'm thinking is like it would be on Earth. I'd probably make it like a like almost like a slasher movie, like I was talking about earlier, like a slasher kind of like a I don't for some reason in my head I'm thinking of like I know what you did last summer. Okay. I don't. I don't know why that's like sticking out in my head. You know, it'd be like stalking these people and picking them out one by one. What do you say? I just imagine these worms just stalking a bunch of like attractive, like young twenty something. Yeah, yeah, basically. I guess that's all horror slasher movies, but I just see. I don't know. I just laughing, giggling in my head, just seeing like <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt is there. Jennifer Love Hewitt, like uh, Freddie Prince Jr. He like run away from this like slime. Yeah, yeah. Je- Freddie Prince Jr. Who's like in his forties now, playing a playing a twenty year old. <laughs> Dude, we have to get them all back for the next sequel. But instead of some like evil fisherman guy, it's yeah, the, it's some mutant alien. <laughs> Totally off topic, but I'm surprised they haven't done a new. I know what you did last summer. Do you how they reboot everything? Yeah, I'm surprised they have, for especially horror stuff. Because I mean, they made they made like that Scream TV show. Like you figure, like the the movie that was like the rival to Scream was I know what you did last summer. Yeah. I'll keep it off topic, but I'll just say really quick. I know what I did last summer. I think that was the movie that I caught on the trope, like the teleporting slasher. Oh there's yeah. a few scenes where I was like, oh, okay, the, even if he ran full speed, you know, like and all that stuff, there's no way he could get there in a car, you know, like that's one of the most like egregious uses of that trope. You know, yeah, that was, that was the one I actually noticed. Like I've seen like before that I saw like, you know, Jason movies and all that stuff. And, you know, sometimes you kind of notice it like he just pops up. Yeah, never, it was never that egregious. Where, like they run five miles full speed while the guy's just clearly walking towards them. Yeah, no, that, that was like the worst use of that trope. <laughs> you know, like he pops out in front of them. He already has like a half eaten dinner behind him and stuff. He's like, oh, I'm waiting for you guys. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, I imagine like the end of the movie. It would be like the the final girl like squaring off with the with the worm for some reason i'm like imagining like a flamethrower but where's a person gonna get a flamethrower so you I, can improvise one yeah like an, an improvised flamethrower and i don't know that the final battle would take place in like an old applebee's or something <laughs> you know, kill, kill it where it came from <laughs> you got the old applebee's the worms happen to be by the several propane tanks that she set up or whatever and then she pulls the jaws and just shoots the propane tanks or something the end of the movie is like one worm crawling away you know one worm crawls away, eats a mouse or something. Yeah, right just now. just so you have that set up for like the the sequel. And just, just for the poetry of it, she would also be a, a waitress. There you go. Yeah, and just to make it like circular. And at the end, the whole the whole place is on flames. It's like, oh man, my boyfriend, my friends died. But at least I killed a monster and I don't have to go to work tomorrow. The secondary villain would be her boss. <laughs> of course, he gets a, uh, he'll be like, protect the last person that gets killed by the worm monster. When the final fight happens, you know, he can already be there or he just like shows up in the middle of the night. You oh know, yeah, she'll, like, she'll run up to him like freaking out and he'll be like, what are you talking about? And then like the worm comes up behind him and grabs him. There you go. 
the, the reason I like this SCP is there's a, there's a lot of options for movie ideas. Like that's what originally like drew this to me is like this this really feels like an indie horror movie, which is that's what I love about SCP is like it is cool. I, I prefer it when it feels like a horror movie. It's just a little, it's a little twist. You like, you're taking, you know, like a predatory creature, you know, yeah. that's something that's not very predatory, like worms, you know, you don't imagine if they're a mass of maggots or something, I could see the whole, yeah, like, yeah. you know, likes to eat flesh and, you know, kind of thing. But, uh, but you know, flesh eating worms that, uh, bust you down by doing the whole like saliva acid it's, thing. It's such an unassuming animal to really turn into a monster where I feel like it works. Yeah, other other media stuff that I could think of, like a thing like it, is a like a mass of worms that work together. It's like in D anD D, like a, uh, there's a monster called Worm that walks. It's like a wizard, and it's hmm. just like a mass of worms that like you know, wears a robe and kind of disguises itself as a human. I'm sure like DC Marvel, there's like in other sci-fi stories, there's kind of creatures like this. Yeah, I don't think this has ever shown up in like a, any of the SCP video games or anything. Like I don't remember seeing it in a Containment Breach or anything nah. like that. I mean, I could be wrong because I'm. You know, there's there's a bunch of SCP games out there. I'd looked it up a little bit earlier, and I, like there's there's a lot of games. Yeah, it's, it's like- uh, it, it could have shown up, but I I kind of doubt it because I feel like the games focus more on the, like the popular SCPs. And also, this is the point of the show. You know, we kind of we, we're spotlighting the less popular ones. You know, just give them more, uh, give them a little bit of sunlight. You know, and stuff, and it's just fun because everyone else is probably. I mean, no one's really done shit like this, but other people have discussed, sat around, discussed six eight two one seven three. Everybody knows about those. Yeah, ones. And these ones we can bring it to attention, talk about it. I mean, down the road we might do a popular one every once in a while, but I, I like doing the the less popular ones. Yeah, give, give them some exposure. All right. So 906, I guess the next thing we pretty much just blasted through uh, the media and outside influence kind of together, kind of lumped that into one. Um, next will be, I guess we'll do the final thing is the ranking. So it's always fun to rank something. We're not going to rank like how good the article is or whatever, because that's highly subjective. You know, yeah. some people can say it's the best article in the world. Some say oh, this is boring. So we're going to do stuff like, in our own opinion, how dangerous SCP for containment breach. Because pe- like people say, you know, like, well, there's safe Euclid and, you know, Keter. But, you know, some things could be a, a world destroyer, but it's pretty easy to contain. You know, just don't touch it, you know, or something or just yeah. throw it in a closet and don't look at it. You know, and sometimes it's the opposite. It's pretty safe, but could kill you, you know, if. So I guess the first thing we'll do is like like how dangerous slash um, difficult the containment for like a Dino Six is. I'd say the containment is like super easy. Yeah, you just got like you just throw it in a walk-in cooler, really. Like, and it, it doesn't slow it. So even if they are still breeding, or whatever, I'm sure some system where can scoop out a few worms, just throw them in an incinerator, you know, so they don't get too big of a mass to get intelligent. Yeah, I mean, or it even says that like to destroy it, like all you have to do is freeze it. Yeah, that's super easy to do. Containment's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as long as you don't do something egregiously stupid or fall for its you know taunting tricks or something. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say how you want to rank this one to ten e, e rank through s rank uh zero through 100 how, how would you like, like a numerical score. numericals oh, it's like one to ten yeah so like one being like throw it in the locker don't look at it ten being like six eight two i don't know i'd probably say things like that because it can still kill you yeah i would say maybe like a, a three yeah maybe? I'd, I'd agree with that just it's, it's pretty easy to contain just throw it in our fridge and then um next i guess would be like danger like let's say if it wasn't contained if you just ran into this thing even if you're well equipped fight it if you're just you know joe schmo scp agent with a flame or, you know, like how, how dangerous this thing would be. And again, you know, this is kind of a, this one could be highly subjective between us because something can be more dangerous than something in a, in a certain way, you know, because it's like, this can melt your brain or this can cause you to explode, you know, yeah. or this will eat you alive, but, but they can all kill you, but just what's uh So I say danger, obviously it's not magical, has no really like ranged attacks, it can't mess with you mentally. It's mostly, you know, very physical, I guess. I don't know a better word for it. My vocabulary is lacking. It's but not like terribly supernatural. No, yeah, it's, it, it's, it bides, you know, it still has some, you know, hard way to kill it, fire and stuff, but if you're well equipped it's not hard to deal with it can kill you pretty quick it can melt your face off and it just can swarm you up you know cover you up and slurify you I'm saying one is obviously, you know, same thing as the containment, you know, you just throw it in a closet, don't look at it. Yeah, one, one is like a, like a kitten. Yeah, and of course, 
I guess 10 again will be a six, eight, two, but again, six, eight, two is, you know, danger in his own way. You know, I don't know. I feel like a, like a 10 would be like a world ending kind of thing, you know, like actually like more of like a press the button. Yeah. Explodes kind of like I'd, I'd say like six, eight, two would probably be like an eight, you know, like it's, it's dangerous, but it's not that's, the most dangerous. Okay. okay. That's kind of cool. Cause it's more of a big deal than when we go yeah. higher numbers and. I don't know this thing. I guess I maybe see this thing's a. I'll give it a three also again, maybe for danger yeah, for going I on. That I'd say scale. it's like a maybe like a five or a six. Yeah, because if you discovered this thing out in the wild and it starts chasing you, like that's gonna be pretty deadly. That's true. I, yeah, I'll go. For, I'll go for five. With it's it. like it's it's not gonna be as dangerous as like six eight two because there's ways to fight it. If you're like wandering out, you know, you're out and about and you stumble upon this thing, like it's probably gonna kill you. Yeah, and also now six never really mentioned like how fast it can move, so you might be able to outrun it or something. I imagine it can move at like a pretty brisk pace if it can catch people. As like, the thing is like it could probably keep you running speed maybe like a, a well-trained runner can maybe like keep pace away from it or gain ground depending on the terrain also because it might have harder time climbing over stuff or same with the person they might have to worry about their footing while that thing doesn't yeah because it like the thing says it forms into like a flowing carpet and it moves across any surface like it sounds like it has an easier time moving over terrain than like a person would I guess next would be like, okay, after it's contained like one to 10, like how much it would suck. I guess we can, we have to do it for every job. But like, if you're like a researcher, you know, a security guy, a D class, you know, maintenance guy, like how much would it suck to have to work with this SC? Okay. Well, the, the addendum 502, like that makes me think it would really suck because it's going to talk to you. Yeah. It's going to talk to you, but that's all it can really do. And like, it's not going to break out containment super fast or anything. Less yeah. Like, but it's, it's kind of like, like a mind fuck kind of thing. Like it is, it's, it's going to screw with your head. Cause I'm trying to think as a researcher, it might suck because you have to sit there and be with it all the time and or maybe have to research it so you have to deal with it i imagine just they have to have d classes just go in sweep the floor or maybe uh i don't know maybe they hire some of d classes like refrigerator experience to do maintenance yeah them. but if you're gonna wipe them out anyway after a month i figure you just get employed to do yeah it. so if you imagine if you're d class you just gotta sweep the floors um if you're a maintenance guy you just gotta you know, do your bi-weekly uh make sure there's no gaps and stuff well i guess you'd have to replace the glass because it says it doesn't affect glass i mean i guess you maintenance guys have to dispose some of the worms but if they're already so cold they can't really do anything um you just like i said easily just scoop them up, you know, take them somewhere else and incinerate them or, yeah. or, or freeze them, I guess, if you're already in a refrigeration area, you just have a freezer within the refrigerator area to murder them. All right. So actually, you know, honestly, this thing doesn't seem too bad. I mean, the, the taunting thing would be kind of bad, but I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's just words. Even though the acid, it doesn't have that much of an effect on like the titanium, like the enclosure, like it still has yeah. some effect. So eventually it's going to have to be replaced. So, I mean, that's, that's something yeah. like, like there's constant upkeep on that. That part kind of sucks. Yeah, you could probably just build like two containment things, just slop one into another one yeah. and like replace it and then slop it back in and eventually replace that replacement one because that's going to be used enough. And But also they keep them. I imagine how, also that's the other question, like how much of a mass do you think they keep of them? Like I, in my head, I'm, I know they're not keeping the mass like the size of the, on the picture here, of course, because I imagine they probably want them in more of a you know smaller, dumber mass. I always imagine it's like, you know, you could fill like a, a gallon half full of them or something like, because really now you think about it, it doesn't take that much space. Even says it needs a three meters by three meters by three meters squared. But I, like I said, you could maybe have like a, a freezer within the refrigerator and use the freezer to kill the, them when they start breeding, you know, when the numbers are getting too high. Because that's what, like, nine feet by nine feet or something. That's not too horribly big. No. All right. So suckiness of working with it. I just have it written down here as suckiness. Okay, one would just be like, I, we'll use the same example, you know, just throw it in a locker, don't yeah. look at it, you know, go take your break. And then 10 would just be like, I don't know, what's that one where it's like uh, the little girl, I won't get into many details about it. Demonic, like the only one actually involves Satan. <laughs> it was. The child bride one. Uh, what? I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. If uh, Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it, that'd be a 10 because I won't get into it for YouTube reasons, but that's okay. one I think you might have to skip for YouTube. Yeah, that'd, that'd be okay. a 10. I'll, I'll link it to you after the show because it's one of the more popular ones. Okay, so it's not you just don't throw it in a closet. I don't think it's even a five because it's pretty dormant with the whole refrigeration stuff and you don't have to do anything weird with it, just refrigeration. And I imagine if like SCP stuff goes wrong, you probably backup generators and all that stuff to keep it going. I'm, I'm going to put this one all the way down to a two. Really? Yeah, because I mean, I can't imagine like SCP having like screw ups. Like they 
did say that one outbreak or uh, uh, breach. Breach, yes. But I just can't imagine. Like, I mean, honestly, I would be fine if I got employed at 906 and I'm like, hey, this, this thing's going to talk mad crap to you, but just ignore it. You know, scoop up some worms. So I'm in a freezer or an incinerator. You'll be good. Don't let it get to your head. I'm like, okay. I don't know, personally, I'd, I'd probably give it like a five. A five, really? Because the, the constant upkeep of the, the enclosure, it does slow down, but it's there still has to be the upkeep. And then just the, oh, yeah. the talking to you, I feel like that's kind of really going to mess with your head. So I, I feel like I would give it a five. Because it's, it's not going to be worse because it's not like constantly breaking out, but I, I feel like there's too many factors to really kind of mess yeah. with you to keep you from feeling comfortable you know i'll, I'll, I'll branch you how about how about 3.5 <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh, overall I, I really like this scp it's, i think it's a really cool one it is it is really cool like twist on like a slasher hive minded the acidic thing i mean it's just the way it eats you know i could go but it's still dangerous because like you know you close the door it can eat through the door which is kind of cool so it opposed to different you know usually that's the the slasher some muscle bound dude that just kicks open the door you know or something or he teleports past the door somehow yeah I just, i'm really drawn to the scps that are translate very well into like horror movies and this one I feel like is yeah. would make a perfect horror movie. So Mike, if you had to give this thing a nickname, like it, say you worked in the SCP complex and you wanted to refer to it in a more casual way than calling it 906 all the time, what, what name would you call it? I don't know. I was thinking through my head. I, I'm kind of liking the slurry aspect. I, I've been feeling the slurry aspect. I might just call him the slurrifier, but that's kind of long. <laughs> Because <laughs> I think at work, it's kind of weird to say slurrifier like, you know, three times in a sentence if you're talking about it. Yeah, that's that's kind of a mouthful. But uh, I don't know. I just want to call it slurry as the name. But like, if I was with the right person, we watched him eat stuff, maybe, you know, I'd prefer to him as slurry to my other coworker that, you know, I watch him eat. Maybe Jim, like Earthworm Jim or something. That's the, that was <laughs> what I was going to reference was Earthworm oh, really? Jim. Like, the first thing in my mind was Earthworm Jim. <laughs> Because that's the only, like, worm-esque character I could think of in existence. Yeah. Cause, I mean, because usually when you make a character, you're not like, hmm, I want to be a worm, you know? So, <laughs> so we got Jim, or I guess, uh, yeah, Jim and Slurry. So I, I yeah. like Jim more. I think Jim's more... Uh, like sl- Slurry Jim? Slurry Jim, yes. There we go. Slurry Jim, the... Slurry Jim, man. We got a 906... Scouring Hive, or Hive... What, what was it? Was it a sc- Scurring Hive, I think it was? Scouring... Uh, I think it was Scouring Hive. I don't have it pulled up. Scurring Hive. It's it's, it's Scouring. Or sc- Scouring? Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, is scurrying with no U or O or something? Is scurrying even a word? Yeah, well, up words? I, don't, I don't think that's an actual word. I think I think I'm, I'm think I'm saying uh, scurrying like a uh, in the like oh like scurrying like a like a rat like rat yeah oh, that's two R's that's two R's yeah that's yeah you are okay I'm, I'm an idiot see this is why I need you with me to <laughs> yeah I think uh, according to the notes we've that's that's an episode people so yeah. I mean nine oh six. Uh, it's a earthworm gym. I think I'm tapped on what I have to say about it, you know? Well, for the audience, if you have any SCPs that you want us to cover, just let us know. Uh, we're open to ideas. You know, we, we have a list of SCPs we want to do, but we're, we're definitely open to whatever, you know, listeners have in mind. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're the creator. Like, if you're the creator and come to us, that'd be so great. Uh, be like, it's like, hey, here's the SCP I did. I wouldn't mind being on. So, uh, yeah, pilot episode. Much else to say here, man. We, we need some sort of, like, sign-off phrase or something, you know? like thing, uh Cute little catchphrase. May you never get redacted or exposed or something. I don't know. We'll figure something out. I don't think we're going to have a schedule for this, really. No, it's just kind of whatever we feel like it. We'll come schedule, or at least try to bank a bunch and then just release them on a schedule yeah. or something. All right, man. Thanks for coming on, Tristan. I appreciate it. Yep. You my boy. Always down to record this. Oh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Y'all have a good day.